Welcome to the Forensic Cop Podcast. Liverpool 4, whoever, nil. <laughs> yeah, it kind, of, it, it kind of feels like, as, I don't know, I was going to say if we're playing at, at home, but at this point it just kind of feels like no matter where we go, this is just the thing. So what do you think about this strange stat that anytime that we don't concede, we win, and anytime we concede, we haven't won in the league. Where do you think that's coming from? Uh, honestly, I know this is going to sound weird, but I would say pure luck. You think because, so? Because yeah, because you know what the thing is like. Like for example, today we didn't concede today, but it kind of felt like we should have. So, do you think that besides oh, okay, yeah, I I understand what you're saying. It is the luck of whether or not we concede, but then the way that impacts our mentality is once we're on, nobody can live with us, right? And perhaps there's a little bit of a hangover from last season that once we concede, a little bit of doubt starts creeping and then they don't play their natural game, which now allows the other team to stay in the game. Well, that would that would in some way insinuate that we're not the mental giants that Klopp keeps talking about. I think that has been thrown out the window for the last <laughs> 12 months. Um, so I, it's an interesting stat. I honestly, I don't know how to feel about it. Um, yeah, I, I mean, we definitely are a different team if if they score. And when we're cruising, it's just a totally different story. Like different to a degree that I can't even explain. Like in games like today, it just, especially when we get that early goal, it's like, we just, we know it's over. The difference that I saw today with other games that we have taken an early lead and allowed the team to come back. So for instance, Brighton. And the reason why I wasn't at in, at any point in this game concerned about a, a, a comeback was this is the first time in a long time that I can remember that the left-hand side of, of, of the team, in particular Robertson and Mane, have both been playing 8 out of 10 games at the same time. And once we do that, no team is stopping us. Because you can kind of count on Trent and Salah to be seven and a half pretty much every game, right? Um, but on the left-hand side, once we, we now have that double threat of uh, creating opportunities from the left and the right it just opens up the other team completely and they can't live with us so i i, I knew that because robertson and and money were on today and then they also have a lot of help from jota on the left hand side too i i knew that we'd be fine even if southampton scored yeah i mean that's that's true i think that's a great point and i think it doesn't hurt that you also have tiago going down that wing right so it's so i feel like Tiago is not as um, essential in that formula simply because he's, um, you know, it's it's just it, that crossover with Mane and, and Robertson seems to just work by itself, but it helps when Tiago's there. Um, and also, I think you're right. I, I think Mane has not had a whole lot of, you know, games where he's been an 8 out of 10. And Robertson has... God, I can't remember the last game where he was an 8 out of 10. So let me ask you this. Was Robertson today better than Costas? 
Ooh. Um, That's a on good an one, eh? Individual performance. So thinking objectively, I say no. I don't think Robertson offered anything today that Costas had hadn't been offering in, in previous situations, previous games. However, I think the lift that it gives the, the rest of the team that Robertson is on fire, I think that can't be dismissed. There and is I think he has better he has sorry. better he has better chemistry with Mane. When they're on, exactly. he has better chemistry. Right. Yeah. There's there's there there's something about knowing that, you know, like um the main the mainstays in the team. So your Allison, your Van Dyke, your Trent, your Mo, your um, Sadio Mane, your Thiago, your, your your Fab. Not necessarily the midfield, but the attackers and the defenders. Once they're on, it just gives so much confidence throughout the team, right? And then there's that muscle memory of the years before where we were just steamrolling through every single opponent. Um, so I yeah. would say for that reason, I'd, I'd much rather have Robertson and the team playing at the same level as Costas for that mental reason. So I I was actually going to say I still prefer Costas Costa. because I'll tell you why. Every like forget any crosses or anything that that Robbo did today. Costas's crosses, corners, passes, all of those are better. Um, hundred percent. But I think you actually convinced me because I think you're right. I think the team feeds differently off of Robbo being there just because that's more of the core group. Right. They know exactly. each other better. They feel each other better. They're just more confident in it. Kind of. You can kind of say the same thing with Firmino. I mean, it has been a while since he's had a great game, but once he, when he does have a good game, that also lifts the rest of the team in a way that maybe if Jota's having a good game, it doesn't necessarily lift the rest of the team. The, the, the unfortunate thing is he's not having as many good games anymore. Right. Firmino, so, you mean? Yes, Firmino. And, and, and in this case, even Robertson until today, right? So the question is more, is Klopp um, brave enough to drop them if they're not performing at, at, at um, the levels that we expect from them? So, I mean, what I would say is I think we had already seen Firmino improve his game significantly um, when when Jota came in and started scoring. And Firmino was like, oh, yeah, that's what I'm supposed to be doing. And mm -hmm. and he definitely, you saw a change. Um, and, I, and I'm wondering today, like, there's no way to sugarcoat it. Before today's game, if you were saying we need one big game, we need to make sure we win. Who do you put over there? It was going to be Costas. Costas. No questions asked. Um, and today, Robertson reminded us that maybe that gas tank, which seemed to be completely empty for the last, I don't know, year or so, he still got something there. Yeah, and we we saw that in the in the game against Porto when he came on. He just came on. You could tell he he was on a mission. And in that game, he wasn't as impressive it was really just huffing and puffing right but you could tell that he was on a mission to reclaim his spot and that's only that'll only be a good thing for liverpool yeah i mean i i think i think we see it jota has it i don't think it's a coincidence that salah and mane are right. on fire now that jota is again jota showed up last year it was a difficult season whatever like that but Jota is without that many starts, 
what is he now? Second in the league in points, in goals, right? Him and Mane are tied behind Salah. And I just, I don't think that's a mistake, right? Similar to Firmino. When was the last time Firmino had multi-goal games? So I, I think the same way Jota has raised Firmino and to some degree Salah and Mane, I think um, Costas has definitely pushed Robbo. Yeah, and similarly for Trent, even though his competition didn't come from Liverpool, but it's coming from England, I think that's pushing him as well to re- regain his form. So competition is always a good thing. Um, you yeah, I mean, we talked about that last year, right? When he we was did. dropped from the English team and we said, like, good. Klopp will never drop him, so we're super happy that he got dropped from the English team. I think you're right. I think we've seen a different player. Yeah, absolutely. Sorry, you were saying I interrupted. Oh, no, I was going to say, um, sometimes I wonder if Allison could could do with that too. Um, the, the thing about him is he either has a good game or he doesn't. When he doesn't have a good game, it's not that often, but it, it just seems so complacent that you wonder, is he not being pushed? Or is, is just, this just who he is, that he, there will be some games where he's just kind of hanging around and not really 100% focused. You know what? Maybe it's it's very much a case of like the the Trent effect, which is you're so dominant. You know, let's let's not forget before Trent was dropped, um, he was the consensus best. You know, right back in the world, he was incredibly valuable. He was this. He was that. Everyone was talking about him. He was one of the most valuable players on the planet in terms of transfer fee. You know, blah blah blah. You know, they were talking like in dreamland, obviously, that Barcelona or Real Madrid were going to pry him away, like, you know, and and being dropped burst his bubble. Maybe he was just too comfortable, but maybe that's what's going on with Allison. He is too comfortable because not only is he comfortable in knowing he's the starter, he's never going to be challenged for that position at Liverpool. He's also the starter for Brazil. Ederson's not replacing him. Well, and, and, is he the starter for Brazil? I mean, I still haven't figured that out, that one out. It looks like yeah, actually that's true. They just they decide between one or the other. So, uh, in in a money game, I think it's it's is it Allison? Okay, I think, but okay. but you're right. Ederson does get a few games, but then the other thing is like he's just so good. It, it, that's that's the thing, you know. I I kind of as much as I included him in that conversation about um, healthy competition. At the same time. I'm totally fine if he continues this way. If he if he has nine out of ten games, and then every now and then he has a four out of ten because he didn't wake up the right side of the bed, I, I'm I'm totally fine with that. But it's similar to Van Dyke, right? Like there are plays where Van Dyke is just too casual because he knows, yeah, if I kick it into high gear, I can beat anybody. This guy's not stronger than me, you know. I'm not going to get beat. Like you can just see it in his demeanor. He's calm, which is great, but he's almost calm to the point that, you know, he could use a bit of urgency. Maybe that's all that's happening with Allison. But today, in a way, it was good because right off the bat, they had that, you know, uh, chance very early in the game, even before we scored. Then they had the other Tiago giveaway. What on earth happened there? (laughs) Yeah, he actually didn't have the best game overall today. Um, But of course, he crowned it with with another goal, which was good. And he, he was still pretty effective but I, I agree he did he gave the ball away there and then he was a little bit slack there was a moment in the second half or was it the first half when he had i don't know what he was trying to do 
he stooped down and headed it right to the opponent. Oh, that one. That was one where he got the ball from Allison. I know exactly which one you're talking about. And Allison should never have given it to him. That was was a very poor play. And so he definitely wasn't ready. Could he have played it better? Sure. But... I mean, that was... He, 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 he tried to use class to make the best out of a bad situation rather than yeah. just goofing it. Yeah, for sure. So, you know, that was... Uh, that one I'll forgive, but the one earlier, I honestly don't know what it was. I don't know what he was thinking. And I'm I'm surprised because he's usually... Players are so terrified of getting beat by him. They usually don't challenge him. And maybe that's what it is. I wonder. I wonder if it's the same thing for all three of them. So for Van Dyke, Allison, and 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 Thiago, that they are so good, and when they have so many good games back to back to back, there there is a level of complacency, and that has nothing to do with being need, needing to be pushed by competition off the bench. It's more of they need to just remember. Yes, you are so much better than your opposition right now, but you still need to to bring your A game every single situation. Right. So, so I think that's what's happening there. Yeah. I mean, I guess I, again, it's not ideal. It's not, it's not what we want, but it's got to be hard to keep yourself at that level at all times in every game. When you know Uh, you're that much better than when you know you're that much better, realistically. Um, So, I mean, going, going through the play, uh, Jota at the beginning, I mean, what a pass by Mane to uh, Robertson for that one. My big question on that goal is, if Jota's not there and Salah gets the ball, does he score? No. Yeah, I kind of felt that too. No. even. It, no. I think he would have put it right at the goalie. Yeah, exactly. He didn't... <laughs> on the replay, it, it unless he knew Jota was there and he, he, he couldn't... His motion was just already pushing it forward. But he didn't look like a player that was preparing to hit that ball into the net. He just looked like like somebody who happened to be there, right? <laughs> so yeah, I, I'm. I mean, I'm not in. T- I'd like to think the form that he's in, he would have done well. But I just there was something about that that I looked at a few times, and I'm like, I don't know if he would have actually put that in. But I mean, Jota was. A, it would have been a little bit behind him too, I think. Uh, uh just a touch, yeah. But he yeah. was. I mean, he was making a good run. But I mean, Jota was in the right spot. Jota played great, um, played it perfectly. So you know, you gotta love that. Um, so on that goal, when Jota was coming through the middle the first time, whoa, that was the poor. Which is why he didn't pass to him, right? So Mane was offside, but Jota could have played it very early. Very early. If he had played it towards the beginning of his run, it's a very different story. Like and- he would have been able to to play him but again the defender was in the right position to make that pass either difficult or low percentage yeah see that's the thing southampton actually played pretty well this was not the worst away performance at anfield um except they were they played right into our hands because they were open however they they played they were okay like at the end of the day it it wasn't as bad as it seems no. Um, what all day? I mean, I'll I'll go down to the numbers, which I know don't always tell the story. But if you look at actual expected goals, this game should have ended up three one, which actually makes sense because that makes, yeah, that would have been a better Had chances that frankly you would have expected them to put one away, 
for sure. And Jota was actually the player on our side that should have gotten another goal because he had golden chances. Right. And has he had a hat trick for us yet? I don't think so. I don't think so. But then the other goal that I'm thinking of, which I'm checking right now and yeah, on the play, it was considered, um, a 0.05% chance of scoring. So 5% chance of scoring was Van Dyke's goal. That's not your typical goal. And, and, and I'll be honest in a rewatching it. I know they're all excited and goody Alexander Arnold got himself another assist. That was a terrible corner pass. Yeah. Your pass from a corner should not drop to the feet of a player. That's not how corners work. Yeah. That, that was poor defense all, all around for Southampton and even the goalie should have stopped it. I mean, okay, maybe it was hard enough for the goalie, but I'm more thinking like Alexander Arnold either needs to put it on the head of Konate, who is in front, or Van Dyke, who is in behind. But he basically put it between them, and it landed right, right on the. And it and it just happened to fall, but that's not a that's not a that's not the kind of pass that you're like, yeah, that's the way you're supposed to do it. That's the kind of pass that you're just lucky it got there, right. And so obviously the expected goals kind of reflects that. So again, it would have been a a 3-1 game would have probably been a better reflection. So I agree with you. I didn't think Southampton played that badly. But when you give up a goal that early and then you give up another goal still pretty early, it's going to be a rough day at the office. Yeah. And, And I bet you some of that is what played into the fact they couldn't finish. They were just feeling beat from the first, you know, 20 minutes they were like yeah this games were screwed oh yeah no our we 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 reminded them of who we were two seasons ago right yeah and i remember that season you just enter into every game already knowing that you're gonna win and the other the opponents already thinking okay how can we make sure they don't score five and and and, the whole game yeah and 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 their coach didn't help Right, like when you look at the best teams, they know who they are and they know what they're doing. And Southampton going and changing their structure from their usual in the first half, like I get what he was trying to do, but it it sends a message to your team, which is basically, yeah, we can't win this, so let's try something surprising. And and that will definitely play with the mentality of your team, and and I think we saw that to a degree. So, you know, I, I think all around, I mean, it made a whole lot of sense why we won. Um, although, although it actually should have been quite a bit more because, I mean, I don't know how you feel about it, but I thought that challenge on mine at the beginning was, I, I don't know how much more red it can get. That was a definite red. And, you, you know, I don't usually call those types of fouls out. I usually give the benefit of the doubt to the referee or to the 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 attack the the, the the perpetrator but in this case that was clearly reckless and very 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 dangerous and we're we're just thankful that as much as money i think he's still rolling around right now but um <laughs> thankfully he, it looks like no damage was done to his ankles well you know what i actually liked his reaction which was he didn't get angry and literally on the free kick that came from it he Right. He scored, except of course, VAR decided to start working then instead of on the red card. I mean, look, if VAR's on, then fine, give the guy a red card. If it's off, then give Mani the goal. Like, don't don't be a jerk. 
and take away Mane's goal and not give the red card. Like, come on, don't right. be selective. So, um, you know, in that sense, that was annoying. But look, um, I liked his reaction. I think I, I don't disagree at all from what Klopp is saying. I think Mane is being targeted to be fouled. And you saw it right there. But again, I thought he reacted great. And I like uh, what Klopp mentioned. I think it was Klopp who said it. He 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 told Mane to respond with football. Right? Yeah, so and I think he did. I thought it would have been perfect if if that goal stood because that's the exact response. Okay, oh, you're gonna foul me and I'm gonna get it right. All right, I'll just go ahead and score. Yeah, that was that's perfect. That literally, if he could do that every time, he wouldn't be fouled anymore. Exactly. So, I mean, let's let's talk about the I don't know elephant in the room. The I don't know whatever you want to call it, Hendo. <laughs> oh. He's in the room. I'm a, I'm a, I must have missed him. Sorry, sorry, my mistake. He put the ball in the room because he was aiming for the bottom of the net. Um, so obviously, um, like I love him. You know, I love him. Yeah. He took us. He took us to an EPL title for the first time in 30 years. So of course, I love him. But I mean, wow. Yeah. I I I don't know what to say. He he hasn't. I can't think of one good game he's had this season. And he's still doing the whole, he's running around yelling at people and everything else, which is all well and good, but he's just not contributing. And of course, of course he's, he's scored and he's assisting. So I'm not saying in that sense, but he just seems like a passenger compared to the the rest of the team. Well, I mean, his shot today was. <sighs> and that's fine well, though, because everybody has, you know, um, so I'm I'm actually going to disagree on that one. I'm actually not okay with it because okay. here's the thing: if he had gone and blasted it over like that, okay, you were going for power. That was the goal. I get it. Okay. Oh, I see what you're saying. Right. But he went for finesse. finesse. Right. He used the inside of his foot to direct the ball, and he got it like 20 rows up. Right. Okay. You, so you're saying it's concerning. That like yeah. Right. Again. Guys miss all the time. Usually, even with power, you shouldn't be missing that much. But okay, I can I can buy it. You know, you're you're really you're trying something different. You're not really going for you know to place it. Fine. Sometimes you hit the wrong part of the laces. Sometimes whatever. But this one, he was trying to place it. Like I don't even know what to say. So so here's a question. All things being equal, right? So look at the players on the field, off the field, their influence on the team, and everything else. If we had to 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 choose one of them, would you have kept Wijnaldum or Henderson? Hendo. Right, and I think that's what it comes down to, right? So I think they're aware that whether it's age catching up or his injuries or whatever the the issue is, I think they're aware that he's not going to be as prolific or as much of an influence as he has been, but he's still the captain and he's still kind of the heart of the team and it's important that he's there for as long as we can have him there while not necessarily just shoehorning him into every single first 11 game so i guess my issue is i'm starting to feel like maybe he's and i hate to say this i really do becoming a bit of a detriment to the team like you know we said last year genie was holding up the ball he was you know potentially taking away breaks like stuff like that Right. I'm looking at Hendo. So I'm I'm going to give you the numbers because you know I go by that and I love it. 
pass accuracy was 73%. As comparison, Tiago did not have a good game. Let's be clear. It was not a good game. He was at 87%. So 87% versus 73%. How was Henderson 73? He he, he was 35 of 45. Hmm. So it wasn't great. And possession lost almost twice as much as Tiago. And Tiago had a bad game, I thought. Goal aside and a few nice plays aside, Tiago had a bad game. Look, not bad, but not up to his standards. So I kind of look at it and I'm like, Tiago did not, you know, set himself up for glory. And yet he clearly was the better player today, which is concerning because Tiago can do better. And I don't know that Hendo can't. Yeah, he, 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 I, I know what you mean. He, he, it is starting to become a detriment because even our, like our, our attacks are slowed down when he shifts the ball. It's everything's just at half, half second slower. Um, and then to your point, if with all the finesse he's putting into a shot, he can't even get that accurate. Then, what is his point? Yeah, and and the thing is, like, if you're that weak or if you miss the shot by that much, how are you going to do on the crosses that we need you to put in? Right. Again, they won't all be bad. But if enough of them, like, you know, there does need to be some level of consistency. Like, don't get me wrong. Robbo and Alexander-Arnold miss their fair share. But they're at least in the area. Right? So, you know, maybe a deflection, maybe a a second run at the net because the guy heads it out and you can come right back in, something like that. But Hendo, I feel like he's just missing a lot more and I, I don't know what it is. So but, I think, I, sorry, I thought you were done. No, no, I, I was just saying, honestly, it's it's really making me miss um, Elliot. <laughs> uh, and, and that was my point. Um, I think the reason why there was a contract standoff at the start of the season was I think maybe through conversations, Henderson realizes that his role in the team is now to kind of maybe come in for Elliot or, yeah, pretty much Elliot on the right-hand side at halftime or at 60 minutes or whatever. And maybe his pride, not in a bad way, is good to be proud, right? But he's hitting a point where he needs to start asking, do I want to go somewhere and just play 90 minutes or do I want to become the James Milne of Liverpool, right? Um, but I think it's probably been made clear to him that when everybody's fit, he's not in, in the first 11. So you have Thiago Fabinho and one other. And if Elliot is available, he'll, he'll probably get more games. And then Henderson comes in to, to um, close things out. Well, I mean, now we have no midfielders, so he's in the team. It's true. But like, let's remember the beginning of the season, the Trent, Elliot and Salah just. Oh yeah. It's it's like they were made for each other. Totally. So and then, and imagine <sighs> having that on the right, and then Rubble, and then Tiago, yeah, Mikas, Jota doing things down the left, or or Mane. I mean, you can put Mane up front, but Rabo Simikas at the back, Tiago in the middle, and Jota Mane up front. Like, which side do you want to defend? Because you're going to get screwed no matter what. Mm-hmm. So, again, I love Hendo, but I just I didn't feel his game was great today. Um, the other one, I, he may need to reinvent himself. He may need to, um, the other one I didn't love was Konate. what did you think of him? Yeah. So I've mentioned in the past that he needs, he needs game time. 
right? He's what, 22? Something like that, either 21 or 22. 21, 22. And he's, I mean, for all we know, he's still growing, right? So he's still trying (laughs) to figure out how to use his body as a defender. He's fast, but he's also big, right? So he's maybe not as fast on the turn, but he has good uh, pickup uh, pace. So there, there will be a lot of errors and a lot of miss, um, you know, stepping out too quickly, not stepping out quickly enough that will have to be ironed out in his game. The thing is, as a Liverpool fan, I don't want to see that happen at Liverpool, right? So I'd much rather, all things being equal, if Gomez, who knows what injury he has right now, but if, if he were fit and we had Gomez, Matip, Van Dijk, and let's just say Phillips, I, I, I'd be more than happy sending Kanati out on loan next season. Yeah, I mean, before the game, you had actually suggested that to me. And I'm like, yeah, that's not going to happen. And I don't want to see that happen. But I'm I'm now starting to think that you were right. Um, so so interesting. I looked up his age and uh, and I found it at the SofaScore. They also do a little breakdown of the player. Um, so his age, he is 22 now. He just turned. Um, his weaknesses are no outstanding weaknesses. So he is a complete player. He mm-hmm. is the whole package and you can see it. Oh, I mean, totally. on, on the one where he kind of couldn't measure the ball in the, in the first half, I don't know, 20, 20th minute, 25th minute, whatever Broha was running in the, the free, th- the throw in from uh, Alexander Arnold. That was, you know, he didn't know, do I come for it? Do I not come for it? He chose wrong. And then he had to catch up to him and man, did he catch him up? Right, like that is elite speed, and then when he caught him up, he was just infinitely stronger than the guy. So there's a lot of raw skill there, but it's interesting because when you look back at um, Van Dyke, even though he had all the raw skill, it did take him into his mid twenties, twenty four, twenty five, till he finally really clicked. Right, and, and, and but he was playing every week. Exactly. And, and and that's the thing. He was playing every week and he, he was playing in Scotland, right? So at that point, Celtic were, you know, they were getting into the Champions League every season, right? And so he was playing at a high level in an easy league. So he's guaranteed games. He has a playground to kind of iron out his kinks, but then he's also being tested at the highest level too. So if we were to loan Konate out, I don't want us to loan him to... West Ham or one of no, I I I I wanted well maybe West Ham's a bad example. I was gonna say West Ham. Apparently they've they've changed. West Ham is actually a good place to loan him, but I wouldn't want to loan him to Southampton, Burnley, or any, anywhere like that. I want to either loan him, maybe even loan him to Rangers, right? Or um, well, no, they Leipzig. lost their coach. I was actually gonna say Leipzig or Leipzig, somewhere that he'll. He's a guaranteed starter every single game of the season, and they are also playing European football. Although he wasn't a guaranteed starter at Leipzig, remember? I think that was mostly because he was coming in and out with injuries. So I think if I remember, they had three and center he was backs. Twenty twenty one. So he's twenty twenty one. Yeah, um, shouldn't be a starter at that age. But I, I, I hate to say it because man, he's got it all. But I think you're right. He needs the game time, and he's just not going to get it for us. Because the problem with him going through these these growing pains at Liverpool is there's a fine line between us as fans supporting him through that versus getting on his back, and now that ruins him as a player, right? That and 
what if he made the mistakes that he made today against a Chelsea or a right uh, or or a Man City? And you're talking, he basically knows he's the reason we lost. And the media will remind him every single moment. Yeah. You, you, even now, they're putting him down for the, the game he had last week. Right. Yeah. So it's and and again, before people are like, "Oh no, no," the the Liverpool fans are supportive. They are to a degree, but let's not forget when we didn't score for like 20 minutes, they started like heckling the team into shooting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so there's there's a high level of expectation and, and the fans are great, you know, really phenomenal, but I... But if, I mean, we've been really blessed at the back of this season, but if we can continue to have Matip uninjured, Van Dyke available and Gomez available here and there. Maybe we just continue this trend into next season, right? Play him every other game and then just kind of be patient. So I think this season he's going nowhere because Klopp, Klopp is still having nightmares about last season. Absolutely. <laughs> That's why Phillips is still a thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, If you're not going to loan Phillips out, what are you doing? Yeah. Um. So this season is a no, but you never know. I mean, next season, look, at the end of the day, one of Phillips or Kanate has to go on loan. Like you can't say, and, and again, I'm not saying that Phillips is as good as Kanate or anything like that, but you can't, you can't sit guys who have the ability to start for some top teams. Like I'm not saying Phillips would start for Liverpool, but you know, he could start for half the teams in the Premier League. No problem. You can't really sit a guy on the bench like that. That's just not fair. So, but no, Klopp's not doing it this year. It's, it's. Yeah. Or we just have to suck it up and, and, you know, um, accept his mistakes. Cause if I think back to players like Rio Ferdinand, he, he came in very young and he was full of errors in his, in his early twenties, full of errors. Right. But he, he was played every single week. And then, by the time you hit 24, 25, those errors are gone. And then the team benefited from the fact that they had to just, you know, they persevered with, with him and his errors. So maybe but, we just have to bite the bullet and accept, you know what, our defense will have some mistakes, but then in the long run, we'll be better for it because he will be eased into the team and become a regular for the next 10 years. But then here's the thing. This is not a for the long run team. This year is not a long run. This hmm. year is a championship. If, if we win season. the title, this is a disappointing campaign. And and that's harsh, but that's just what it is. Yeah. And and to give you an idea, so again, back to the numbers, it is clear that teams are and, and Southampton showed it, teams know who they're going at. So as an idea, Van Dyke had three duels and won all three. Um, where this is going to be nuts. Konata had 16 duels and won 10. So again, more than half the duels he's winning, but it's clear he's being targeted because teams know that he's the weak link. Why would you go at, at Van Dyke when you can go at Konate? Right. So I, I don't know what comes back to, are we doing him a favor by kind of throwing him to the wolves? Cause you know, nobody's going at Van Dyke when Konat is on the field. I think, yeah, I, I think until it gets too hot, right? I think 
it, it it's it's a great experience until you know and Klopp is pretty good about shielding young players right so if the press or the fans start getting ridiculous and yeah he'll pull them out of the team but i guess my thought in that is if like unfortunately we're in just a really crummy situation with the premier league which is if if we existed kind of at any other time this team would win year after year for sure but right now just man city and chelsea like there's a chance we could we could lose like two more games this year and still not win because right. those teams are just on fire so can we take even one or two games worth of of Konate's mistakes if our think, goal is the title. I think I think we have to because Matip will not be able to play every like two games a week. Right. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Yeah. And Gomez I got I got no clue. I, mean, I don't his injury that. from last year I was unclear what is about. His injury? They haven't really said what he's out with. Thigh or something. He he pulled something. Okay. If I if I read correctly, but it, I, I don't remember any sort of press release. Yeah. The one that's kind of weird is Curtis Jones. Like he wasn't even on the bench today. Yeah, they they announced initially they said he'll be back after the after the international break, and then yeah. they announced that he still needs another couple of weeks. So I don't know. It might Put be those... good. He'll he'll be back at the right time to hopefully um, play the League Cup quarterfinal and then also the last game of the Champions League. Put the put the dorky goggles on and let's go. I know. <laughs> so I mean, looking at the at the rest of the team, um, anybody other than Jota for getting the two goals? Anybody else to comment on to talk about? Um, I mean, Trent. I think Trent is so consistent that it goes without saying that he had a good game. Granted, his crosses aren't always the best, but what he he did today is all you ask of him every single game right the only thing i would say is i totally agree with you is he was not challenged defensively why do you think that is i mean he was he was just pushing up a lot and and kanate was the guy taking um what's his name broha that position yeah yeah so I, I don't know, like, again, I'm very happy that, that he played well, but I just, I can't really think of him having too many actual challenges, which again, why would I even stop to try to remember when, yeah, there you go. He won six of 11 hmm. duels and he lost possession 32 times, <laughs> which is a lot. How about Robertson? Uh, the, the never ending comparison between the two. Um, so Robertson was zero of one duels. So he only had one duel, which is kind of true. I can't think of him actually going with anybody. They were all going down Konate's side and possession lost was 17. Hmm, okay. So basically half of the possession lost of uh, Trent. And Trent's passes were, oh yeah, not accurate. He was at 68% for passes and Robertson was at 84%. Yeah, because I think we looked at that maybe a couple seasons ago, and the way that Trent is being asked to play, he takes more chances with his passes. Robertson he is does. essentially ball to feet. Run, run, yeah. run, and passes somebody's feet. 
right? But with Trent is being told to look for the cross, to cross it over to to Robertson and. Well, yeah, except, well, no, I guess, yeah. So one of five crosses were accurate for Trent Mm -hmm. and for Robertson, it was two of four, Mm -hmm. Um, but it's the long balls. So, oh, you know what? Those long balls, they were the cross field ones that he kept throwing to Robertson and kept getting intercepted. Right. He was five of 15 on long balls. And I remember a handful of them. Yeah, it's a lot of long balls. Um, so 10 out of his 30 plus um, lost possession were the long balls. And I remember a handful of them in the second half where he kept trying to hit Trent or Trent kept trying to hit Robbo and didn't get him. Yeah. But like I said, um, it's clearly a formula and they, they, they're clearly telling him just do that every, every single game. Some games you'll be five of 15 others. You'll be 10 out of 15 and the ones that you're 10 out of 15 will win no matter what, and the ones that you five or fifteen will probably win anyway, right? So, yeah, it's it's pretty true. I mean, so again, I mean, I think he did well. So, who who is your man of the match if you had to pick one? Funny, I was, I was thinking about this, and I I kind of have to say Fabinho because he had a quiet game, quite, and he played very well. He intercepted a lot, and that's again, that's what you ask of him. Every, it, it feels like today everybody played the role that they're supposed to have played. But when you have him in the middle there, being the last man, intercepting, just passing the easy balls, I, I think that that's 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 key. I don't know. It says he only had one interception. It was dribbled past three times. Really? Yeah. Uh, well, okay. His, it, it his, score, maybe, but... his score in terms of the team was second worst next to Salah. How many duels did he have? Um, he had, uh, Ooh, that's not pretty. Six of 14. Hmm. Cause I wonder what I'm calling interceptions. I wonder if they're classifying them as duels. Because it's possible. He, he, he took the ball off players several times. You know what I felt? I felt I'm, I'm as surprised as you seeing these numbers. I think he took the ball away in key moments and he lost the ball in not when so key moments. Yeah, exactly. Because to the to to the eye watching it, he had a great game and he he wasn't a detriment to the team. But yeah, when you look at the, the raw stats, they'll tell another story because there's no context. Yeah, I, I was actually going to go my man of the match. I'm going to give it to Allison. I was thinking about that too. I could I could see the game being very different if if so if Allison was having one of his not so hot days, it would have been I, a problem. I could see this as being a loss. I agree. And if it was someone other than Allison and Net, I could very much see like that Tiago pass that yeah. went to I have no idea who. I mean, um, WordPress. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he meant it to go to him. No. But like that Tiago pass would have been a goal, I think, with anybody other than maybe Ederson, who's or a penalty. <laughs> I was going to say Ederson would have gotten a penalty on that. Right. Um, so smiley face neck, (laughs) he might've gotten red carded for it too. Yeah, possibly because he's not above getting a red card in the first 10 minutes. Like he is silly (laughs) like that. Um, so I could very much see this being a different game if Allison wasn't in net. Um, so I guess I'm going to give it to him. We, we haven't really shouted him out and he definitely deserved it. Even though it feels weird. convinced me. But here's the thing. He only made three saves. 
but it feels um, like he did so much more. So the the one he took off Tiago's back pass, I guess that's not considered a save, right? That's not, and it's not even considered a run out. Right. But, but you're right. He didn't... He made three saves, but those three saves would normally be goals, right? Well, actually, like the the one, the one from Tiago would not even have. It, it's it's not considered a run out. It, it basically doesn't appear on the score sheet. Hmm. It would only appear if it scored. Okay. So, but I mean, I'm thinking the one where uh, Konate was beat on the on the Trent throw in. Right. He came out angled perfectly. Um. Yeah, I mean, if if it wasn't for him, it's possible those three went in. You're right. Yeah, and then I know the one. I don't know if it, it ended up being called offside, but the the guy completely missed it because Allison was in front of him. Um, he hit it into the net, in into the side netting. But I, I think that may have been offside. Yeah, so aggravating when they do the play on for obvious offsides. I know. But uh, yeah, I mean. You know, they had uh, three shots on net, seven shots in total, and I can believe that Allison made some some players maybe miss just because he was there and he was uh, he was on a good game. So, uh, I mean, either way, I thought overall the team played well. A little bit of worry from Hendo and uh, and Konate, but I suspect that we'll see Matip and. Uh, Matip and Van Dyke back together against uh, Everton. Yes, which is which is interesting. I would have that would have been a game. I think Kanate would be better at. But who am I? Well, you know what the thing is. It's a game that we want to win, and the next game after that is against AC Milan, and we don't care. I thought the next game is Wolves. Oh right, AC Milan is actually the yeah right. Okay, so sorry, you're right. We have three away games next. The, obviously, we don't care about the AC Milan game. Um, so I, I have a feeling that next week against Everton, he we're, we're going to see Phillips, Nino's, and Origi's. And oh, Phillips will be a good shot, but we're not, it's not going to happen. He's, against he's, who? Against Everton. Wolves? No, no, no. Against Everton, I, I suspect he'll 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 break up the team a bit. You know what? Here's the thing. I I would kind of agree with you, but then I convinced myself <laughs> by saying Wolves because if I'm not mistaken, the Wolves are not playing well and they don't score a lot. Has that changed? No, they're they're playing. I don't know if they're, they're scoring a lot, but they're playing very well. They've started. Oh yeah, yeah, they're moving up, but they've only had twelve goals the whole season. Yeah, twelve goals in thirteen games. Whereas if we take a look at Everton, they have eighteen or sorry, sixteen goals. But they have so, a lot of injuries. Oh, you're right. Have and they're on a losing streak. Wow, they haven't yeah. won in five games. Um, yeah, okay. Yeah, so it, maybe maybe Everton you would play. No, I just Everton I can't see him playing where, Phillips. No, no. He hasn't warmed up him up at all. Everton's where it all started last season, right? So I, oh. I, I mean, I don't know if Thiago has it in him to play another game, but Van Dijk for sure will play. And I, I hope the team takes this, takes it personally. Well, I don't know in a way. I hope they kind of don't because I don't want to see Everton get angry and decide to take another guy out. 
Well, take it personally as in just do what they did today. Yeah. And and I could see that very easily happening. I could see this yeah. turning into a 4 nothing game. Right. You guys want to walk around kicking people? That's fine. We're just going to score and move on to the next game. <laughs> but I think a big part of it, and, and you know, it, it comes down to the, the referee. Like, you know, you have to give out yellows. You have to give out reds. Or else guys are going to start getting injured. And it's a long season, you know? We're just lucky Mane is still okay. And hopefully Pickford doesn't do another um, Pickford thing. Oh, man. So uh, anyway, I mean, uh, good uh, good uh, mojo going into the Merseyside Derby. And uh, very excited to uh, to hopefully lay the boots to Everton and continue our winning ways. For more stories, analysis, and articles, go to the forensichook.com website. <laughs>